Good evening and welcome to Early Late Nights, the show that's been backing up its save files since 1994. I'm your host, Kieran Marchand, and welcome to Explosion Network's number one gaming news show that happens each and every Tuesday and Friday at 6.30pm Australian Standard Time, right here! on twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. Thank you very much for joining me live, or if you're watching at home, well, you're all watching at home on some... Don't even worry about that, but if you're watching after on the pre-recorded, on the VOD, or in listening on the podcast, thank you very much for joining us. Today's show features more about Nintendo's crappy backup saves policy. We're going to be looking at the first-hand experiences of Destiny 2's new DLC, Warmind. Uh, Overwatch has recently come out with a new charitable skin, as well as this week's tidbit. I'll be talking about the different reasons people, or even the different reasons I play games, and why, in the end, it doesn't really matter um, when you truly look at it and take another step. Um... And then also be finishing off the show with 60 Seconds of Media Madness as, as well as checking out our Gamer Spotlight of the Week. But let's jump right in. Let's get going. Let's take a look. And if you weren't here um, earlier in the week, then I discussed Nintendo's new online policy as they came out and were talking about um, how in later this year they'll bring out subscription service. We already knew this was coming. And the subscription service features bits and bobs. It finishes 20 NES games that you pretty much get to borrow. Um, you get different part access to the app, access to play games online. But then also, the big thing that has caused controversy so far... Well, controversy is that backupping, like um, being able to back up your game saves is currently not a feature in Nintendo and will only be a feature through cloud saves with the online subscription which um, has rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way. A lot of people are quite unhappy about the situation. There's been news articles and news reports I've seen all over the place that are referencing, you know, okay, people, you've got four months to try and keep your Switch safe. You've got four months until you can avoid losing all your save data. You know, there's. I'd hate it. I'd hate to be, you know, that person that has put 200 hours into uh, the latest Zelda and have that save game just disappear, just be gone. 200 hours just fucked off. Just see you later. Why is that still a thing in today's, you know, world? And there was an article on Kotaku uh, talking about how Nintendo fans are rallying together to uh, further bring up this point of there are no way to back up your saves, neither through cloud or local services on the Nintendo Switch currently, which is stupid. In many, in today's world, it is stupid. And for the amount of wins that Nintendo do... do they always have these little kind of, oh, why Nintendo, why? It's like they're hanging so desperately on that company that brought us the Wii U and the whole travesty that system was. It's still there lingering. There's this new system that, you know, that brought us the Switch and it's freaking awesome. Hell yeah to that Nintendo, but god damn it, old Nintendo, get stay away from it, don't give us. So fans are currently um, campaigning for better ways to store their saves rather than just using a cloud save system um, because there's been people have been doing research and there's lists of every single console you could locally back up your saves in some form or another it starts with you know just the obvious ones xbox cloud saves are just for free on xbox it's just a natural part of that um, ecosystem playstation you're able to back up your saves onto a usb stick or if you pay for ps plus you can use cloud saves but you've at least got the option of using a usb stick all the way back to systems such as the freaking Dreamcast, where people could use an extra memory card and just transfer the data onto a different memory card and save it that way. 
The PlayStation 1 had that same functionality. You just put in a secondary memory card, you go grab, put one in, copy over your save data, just go put that in a safe somewhere and keep it safe. PC games, you just copy over the data files onto Google Drive, onto USB, onto the backup system of your computer, whatever you want, and you've got that. You've got that safe, you've got it handy, you can hang on to it, you can cling on to it, you can bring it in and clutch it and hold it, and you're good. But currently with Nintendo, with the Switch, you can't. And that is worrying, but as I already stated, it's an oversight. It's... When I spoke about it on Tuesday, I said these are one of the things that gamers should expect from a console nowadays. Being able to back up your saves, being able to use cloud saves as part of the system natively should be just like a expectation. Just a, you know, it's what we deserve as gamers. We're giving you this money. Please just give us the little quality of life standards, such as being able to back up your saves, being able to use a cloud save system, whatever it is, just give us that functionality in it. The sadder thing as well about this is it's, you know, fans are rallying for this. Fans are begging for this. Even if fans accept that they're going to get cloud saves, they've, already, they've got four months. They've got four months to go through, four more months to go through to hope that they don't lose anything, that nothing happens to their Switch. Nothing that, you know, that it doesn't break, it doesn't... It's just frustrating to even think about, really. And it's really sad that so far, people have gone and asked for comment from Nintendo about the fan reaction, and Nintendo haven't given any response. Nintendo haven't come out and spoke about this. If that means they're currently back in the war room trying to organise how they do this or how they fix this situation, awesome. I hope that is exactly what they're doing. I desperately hope that that is what is going on currently at Nintendo. But part of me feels like they're just head in the sand in this one. They're just gonna, you know, just not listen to the fan feedback, not give the people what they need and what they desire. They're just gonna say, no, they've got this online system, move along. And I understand that this is a business. I understand that Nintendo is running for financial gain, but this is something as gamers we deserve, and it's the right to... Um, have this functionality in your console. Maybe not you're right, but it's by purchasing it, it's something you expect. It's, it's 2018 for fuck's sake. How do you feel about it? If you do feel about it, tweet at Nintendo. Get in, get involved in the conversation. Make sure your voice is heard and get out there and speak it. Let the world know. Like, don't let Nintendo ignore this one. Keep it up. Let's move on to something a bit lighter, but at the same time, maybe not so light. So, as another story I talked about on Tuesday, Destiny 2 came out. Destiny 2 came out, Kieran. Fucking good one. Great job, bud. Of course it came out. Came out last year, you spudnik. Anyway, Destiny 2's latest uh, DLC, Warmind, has just come out. Um, and it's had enough time. Came out Tuesday. It's had enough time now for people really to, you know, to dig into it to get what the content they desire out of it, and to give their first feedback about the the DLC. So this is a $20 DLC. If you had the Season Pass of Destiny 2, which I did, uh, you get it for free anyway, but... You know, I've... I, I need to stop purchasing... <laughs> I need to stop buying Season Passes, is my first point, is my first point in general. I, I've bought so many Season Passes and just never gone back for the DLC. Just never. I think I bought a season pass Far Cry 5. I haven't even finished the first boss in that game. So, whatever. But, 
So it's come out. So it's been found that the Warmind DLC, uh, the campaign that it features for the DLC, is heavily based around um, the AI Warmind called Rasputin and one of the gods that I think they're called the Collectors. I can't remember. It's not the Collectors. It's Mass Effect 2. It's somebody, something similar. Um, and you go around. It's all take place on the new planet, which I believe is Mars. Um, and it takes mostly around that new patrol area. Um, so the campaign itself only goes for about two hours and there's been already been forums and, um, Reddit posts and, you know, the whole, the whole shebang of people asking, wait, did, did my game bug and I missed a cutscene? Wait a minute. Is that the end of the campaign for this DLC? And, and people have had to come out and say, yeah, yeah, that's it. Whatever. The fact that when a game dev writes a storyline for a campaign, they don't write it well enough that people think the game is broken. That the game has missed something. That is terrible writing. Nick has just said in chat, Destiny 2 is garbage. This comes from the man that bought Destiny 2 at least twice. And maybe one day he'll buy it again. Even if he says he won't in the chat right now, he'll buy it again. Because that's Nick Pryor for you. But, um, <laughs> but so... After the campaign and this moment of, oh god, what's happening? Destiny 2 fans are really, you know, reasonably enjoying the game. They're actually really enjoying the new content. There's the new Horde mode that came out that is um, a lot harder than, you know, your average player. Like, you need to level up and grind and get your item level up to a high enough position to be comfortable in that game mode. Which I think is fantastic. I think it's really good. Um... The, it's content that players have been desiring for. There is um, more quests for rare guns that aren't just skins of guns. There's another. There's there's been a, a little bit of backlash over a lot of the weapons that have been provided are the same like the same skin guns just with different perks or um, with yeah different stats and that's that shouldn't be called DLC. That should probably just be added to the game naturally. Um, but it's interesting to watch players now feel more compelled to grind out and work towards high level gear. And that's because, that's because, you know, it, it came through and Bungie then looked at it and did the same thing they did in Destiny 1, right? So Destiny 1 was this whole fuck up. It was really bad at the start. By the end of it, the community that stayed for that game thought it was amazing thought it was so good and i went back and it was really good when i went back so you know we hoped they'd learned their lesson we'd hoped they'd come through this once they had figured it out and you know what fuck it whatever we're gonna you know we're gonna fix it the first time hasn't happened again it's going through the same steps that destiny one went through so recently bungie has gone through and kind of fixed some items and made the le item leveling of the game harder like made it more grindy uh, there was you know originally in destiny 2 any um you could pretty much do any activity your heart desired to gain better items or to gain better loot um this has now been more restricted as with other mmos to the uh, heroic strikes or taking part in the raids which is how games should be it's how games should take place and it should make you work for this especially in mmos it needs to make you grind and work not grind necessarily yes grind fuck it it has to make you grind like it has to make you work for it because when you get that item you feel accomplished you feel like you've put your time and effort into something 
you've you've really enjoyed it and loved it and that's what you want you know that's what you desire from games and ah oh, so now they've they've kind of had to do the same thing they did the exact same thing in destiny 1 they originally put out destiny 1 oh great cool we got this whole items oh wait players are getting things too easily oh no oh no item levels going too high oh god it's happening too quick all right we'll fix it we'll slow it all down happened again in destiny 2 and they, they're insane you know, they're insane at Bungie. It's doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different outcome. You can't do that. So players are finding it in some areas more rewarding now that they're having to grind it out more and obtain higher item levels by taking part in the heroic strikes. Um, another problem is that two of the strikes, the non-exclusive strikes, so two of those strikes are currently reskins of missions you do is part of the campaign and then the only brand new like strike is a playstation exclusive so good good job once again for playstation for signing in as you know timed exclusive for content for destiny 2 but god damn it it screws over everybody else so badly it really does and part of the raid the raid is released uh, this saturday so tomorrow um the raid will come out so players can take part in that the content seems to be getting better. Like, it seems to be there. There's just so many things that are growing and changing in that game that are frustrating for everybody involved, that are just annoying and anger-inducing for many players. So, Bungie, I really hope you're taking the right steps. I hope you're going to fix the game up. We'll be keeping an eye on here on Early Late Nights. We'll keep an eye on Destiny 2. Um, and hopefully, I really hope it gets better and better and then if they ever release destiny 3 let's hope for that as that's actually good from the start i wanted something really positive so as always i'm a big overwatch nerd um and so this week blizzard came out releasing a developer update with a new mercy skin so mercy's a healer in um overwatch and it was released this week that she was getting a new premium skin. So it's a US $15 here in Australia. It's $21 um, for this new skin. But 100% of proceeds from this skin are going to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, which is a fantastic and awesome cause. Like this, I can't say how happy I was when I looked over the in the morning, grabbed my phone, I was reading through Twitter and I saw this update makes me so happy and proud to be a fan of blizzard because they're working and using their platform their established player base to do something good so blizzard had come out and guaranteed that they're going to donate a minimum of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the breast cancer research foundation at minimum so no matter what happens if this doesn't sell if the breast care um, they're also doing streams to support and to raise money for the um, breast cancer research foundation um, they're doing lots they're going to be uh, there's sprays and um, special icons you can receive from watching those streams there's a whole bunch of stuff happening around this so even if they don't make enough uh, if they don't make 250,000 it's guaranteed money going to the charity if not um, 250,000 plus whatever extra whatever the extra they make will also be going and I think it's a hundred percent worth the price everybody has been affected by breast cancer or a form of cancer in their life i have it was um it's how my nan passed away my mum worked very heavily with breast cancer as a breast cancer nurse um for our area and for our community and it's so 
fantastic and supportive of Blizzard to do this for that great cause. Um, doing it for directly for breast care, uh, breast cancer research foundation is, by my opinion, is the greatest thing they could do. Um, and I really hope this kind of sets a standard. Um, that I really hope they bring out um, like developers use their platforms and use their player bases to bring more you know bring more of good causes to their games such as um, the breast care research foundation breast cancer research foundation it's a long name i'm sorry um and i really hope this is a spiral this isn't a one-off by overwatch um i hope you know it even shows up in the overwatch league or they continue this partnership and release more stuff um if it's with breast cancer research foundation or with another charity in future i'd be all for this and it was one of those things a lot of times where you look at when you look at games and you look at a skin and a skin's twenty dollars or more you can question it and think about it ominara is it worth it but i didn't even have this for a split second i didn't have that doubt didn't have that idea it was just oh i'm in sweet just take my money there you go i contemplated buying it for buying one for a friend because um you know hey it's a beautiful looking skin it's fantastic it shoots pink bullets people shoots pink bullets how cool is that um it shoots pink bullets out of its pistol it has these amazing intricate particles and it's a fantastic skin on its own but it's also for a great cause so I wanted to use this time to say thank you to Blizzard. Um, thank you for putting this into the time and to show your support. Um, if you're an Overwatch player or an Overwatch fam, um, then please buy the skin. Show show some support. It's $20, man, at the end of the day. 15 if you're in the US. I understand if you're not in the position to give, but go hang out at one of the streams. There's a whole stream listing on the Blizzard website as well as in the Overwatch client um, of when you can watch the actual um breast cancer foundation streams and if you log into um overwatch in the next couple of weeks so i think this runs till may 21st if you uh, log in in the next 10 days you will also receive a player icon with the uh, pink ribbon and the mercy wings on it which is fantastic so thank you very much to blizzard for that one moving on to the tidbit of the week more overwatch going on i know i'm sorry um, now, moving to the tidbit of the week, I've been thinking this week and I've been reflecting a lot on why I play video games because I think there's been a lot of change in how I play video games in periods of time. Like, there's some periods I'll play one way, another game I'll play another. Um, it changes for me a lot. There's part of me that loves um, playing story games, that loves playing adventure games or anything with a well-written story because I love... I, as I love writers, I love understanding their work, I love diving in and understanding as much of it as possible and living those experiences that leave a very big impression on you once you're finished. But then there's me on the other hand, and if you noticed, well, how could you not notice if you watched the channel? I've played a lot of Overwatch lately, a lot of Overwatch. And that's because there's part of me as a gamer that's very, very competitive. And I want to, I want to be able to show in a game that I'm good at this game. I'm competitive, I am good at this game, and I want to get better. And so this happened for me um, in 2012 with Dota 2. Before, I don't think it happened as much. Maybe I just enjoyed fucking around in Call of Duty multiplayer, or I never really got into those grinds on console. For some reason, I find it harder to get into those grinds on console. Maybe, I don't know why. But 
PC games, so 2012-ish, I got into Dota 2 very heavily, and that led to like something like 3,000 hours in that game because I just wanted to play that game all the time and get better at that game and, you know, get higher, um, like get higher levels. So part of me wants to be that guy that when you play with your friends, they're like, he's going to carry us through. It's fine. He's got this. He's going to carry. We're awesome. We're good. Um, like I want to be able to show on my profile that, hey, look, this isn't, you know, this is something that I love to put time into. I will listen to and consume as much content on a game that I'm interested in getting better in as I can. Um, Overwatch is that game for me in the current, in the last, it's been since December I started playing it again, um, that I have put so much time into this game. I went from level 30 in the space since December, level 30 to level like 200 and like two at the minute. Um, I bought a second account, I'm practicing, I'm watching VODs to learn how to get better, I'm watching people do coaching sessions, I'm listening to podcasts, and people go to me, dude, that's an addiction, like, that's really bad, well, you, you play Overwatch too much, you don't get to experience games, and that's, and that, that's something that I understand, and there will be a point in a couple months where I go, I'm, I need to take a break from Overwatch, I'm gonna smash through a whole bunch of games that I've missed, maybe, but I'm gonna smash through a whole bunch of games that I miss, and I consume that I consume that as much as I can because I, I think I have an addictive personality or just something that I really like to consume gaming content. And as I said, it got me thinking, why do we play games? Why does anybody play games? So I put it out on Twitter and I got a lot of responses. I got, you know, the average response to, I want to, oh God, I want to, um, you know, lose myself in a game for a while. I want to escape life. I want to have some fun. I want to have some time to myself to play a game. Um, I got this from, from the Twitter community, from you guys that followed me on Twitter, tweeted in and said this. And it's it's interesting because there's so much, there's a wide range. You know, if you said to me currently, why do you play Overwatch? I would say, hey, because I want to get good. And it's something I've done. I've started, I feel myself getting better. This week I've climbed, um, I feel myself getting more comfortable in the game. In the competitive game system, I've grown and I've climbed and I feel really good. I'm on like a nine game win streak right now in competitive. Um, and that's just from solo queuing. And I think my belief in myself and my focus in the game are all changing pretty heavily. So it's part of that um, love for the game that is driving me. And then I sat and I thought about it a lot longer at work today after seeing um, after seeing the different bits and pieces um, of people's reasoning why that it's just because you know it doesn't matter why you play games it doesn't I'm going to tell you right now it does not matter to anybody else why you play games because there sh nobody should need to have a reason for why you do it. You should not be told to anybody. You should not have to make them feel or like try and justify why you play video games. We all play video games and we all love them for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. It doesn't. We all play the games. We all love getting lost in whatever game we're playing, whatever fun we're having. If we want to be competitive, if we just want to relax, if we want to shoot stuff, if we want to blow stuff up. It's all a part of the game. And we're gamers, and it's an amazing community. It's toxic as fuck sometimes. But as a whole, the gaming community is such a good one. With 
stuff like a developer donating to breast cancer research foundation or getting involved in um a story or tweeting back and forth with the dev and telling them how great their game was don't ever worry about why you play video games never don't you ever do that i never want to see anybody on my twitter community having to feel like or the explosion network twitter community having to feel like they need to justify themselves as someone who did that and i've been in there i've been in friendships in relationships in my life where i felt like i had to justify myself to them like i had to justify why i liked playing games to the other person i had to give them a good reason why i liked playing games and i wasn't spending time with them and at the end of the day you don't have to do that you don't people should have to you know people should be able to now it's 2018 games have been around for fucking decades but people still don't understand it's a hobby and a passion that people love and they want to put time into never stop somebody from doing something they love yeah maybe give them a yelling out if they're not paying you like you know giving you the time you deserve or um interacting with you or the gaming becomes a problem but understand that it's a passion it's a drive it's a motivation it's something that that person is really interested in and that's what i wanted to say in today's tidbit i wanted to drive through that gaming is amazing it's such a honest an honest and awesome fucking thing like it's such a cool hobby it can be so different and so varied and wide why people do it but we all love doing about it and we all love talking about it i've never met somebody that's played video games and been like i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about what i played in dragon age last night i don't want to talk about how fucking cool my double kill was as mercy the other day i don't want to do it no i want to brag about that shit all day i was awesome no dylan i'm not gonna fuck you like you used to you know you can't get that anymore don't yell boy at me either ashley hobley <laughs> and that leads me on to my gamer spotlight for the week so this week i have dove down the rabbit hole in the last week and a half for a twitch streamer called jane he is a fantastic guy from canada um who has been working in the overwatch community for a little while now doing gaming con uh, overwatch content coaching video reviews um fun little segments and as a whole he's a fantastic streamer he's responsible for me being late to work once this week when i stayed up to watch his stream at like midnight and went to bed really late i'm gonna blame him sorry jane jesus but it's so fantastic to be part of his streams and even going back and watching his vods because you know a lot of people are very cut and dry very um when they do these kind of review systems they're very high and mighty they're very i'm better than you so shut up and listen where jane jane does things like the first hour of his stream he probably won't do content he wants to do he just wants to hang out and shoot the shit he just wants to talk he just wants to interact with chat he just wants to see what's going on maybe hear about some rumors that the chat know um talk and just hang out and it's funny because that's a part of Jane as a person that I appreciate. That he's just there to hang out and have some fun and help people get better at Overwatch. And that's why I've been watching him because I want to get better at Overwatch. I want to stop being a scrub. And if you watch his VODs afterwards that he puts on YouTube, um, it's so funny because he goes on these fucking tangents 
mid like review sometimes he's not even 40 seconds into the vod and he'll go on a tangent and he'll come back 20 minutes later and go oh shit i'm doing a review i love the amount of work and effort he puts into his streams i love his involvement in the overwatch community um his insight on overwatch is fantastic and i advise you if you want to get good at overwatch if you're inspiring to be amazing like to get better at overwatch watch jane watch his content take part in his streams he's a fantastic guy instantly tier two sub that guy because i was like okay i need to support this shit this shit's awesome um i've been a part of his discord for the last week discord your two-factor authentication system really pissed me off i had to make a new account but that's another story um but it's fantastic to join part of his community and if you want to get good at a different game doesn't have to be overwatch find yourself somebody like jane Jane's an amazing person and you need to, uh, you know, take some time, look at his content and maybe see what how that can improve your content at 10 if you're trying to teach people or show people the game. And that is the end of this episode of Early Late Nights with me, your boy Kieran Marchant. Uh, it has been a fantastic Friday episode. We have gone through quite a few of the bits of information and the news that I thought is very important. Thank you for joining me every Tuesday, Friday, 6.30pm Australian Standard Time uh, right here on twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. If you can't make it now, that's fine. Come back uh, 24 hours later either to youtube.com slash Explosion Network or to any good podcasting service. Download it. 7 o'clock. Download the episode. Have it for yourself. Watch it. Watch me back. Put me in slow motion. No, you don't want that. Sounds terrible. That sounds horrible. Each and every show we finish with 60 Seconds of Media Madness, where I go through the uh, quick news stories that I've missed from the show um, in the 60 seconds. If I don't get through them all, well, whoops, my bad. Eh. Have a good night. So, um, Steam, it's coming to mobile. You're going to be able to download games on your mobile phone. So, you know, Apple Store, Google Play, sorry. Good luck with that. Uh, Dota 2 gets a Battle Royale mode. Dota 2 gets a... What the fuck? Dota 2 gets a... I don't even want to go into that shit. Dota 2's getting a Battle Royale mode. Fuck it. Whatever. Give everything a Battle Royale mode. Uh, Rage 2 has been leaked by Bethesda's... Uh, as part of Bethesda's console. I believe a copyright was found or some shit for Rage 2. So we're going to expect that at the E3 um, you know, conference. And Bethesda were pretty cool about it. Crash Bandicoot uh, was now set to launch uh, on June 29th. It's supposed to be July 10th. But they've moved it forward. To June 29th, and if you fell into the craze that was God of War, Dad of War, whatever the fuck you want to play it, you finish the game. Sorry, they've added photo mode, so people are taking pictures of Kratos' nipple and him saying boy uh, in slow motion. That's pretty cool. Thank you very much. Have a good night. GG, well played. Kieran here from the Explosion Network, and this be your ad read for May 2018. If you're a fan of top 10 lists, then boy oh boy do we have a show for you that does just as well as BuzzFeed, WatchMojo, IGN, or anywhere bloody else to be perfectly honest, but in about half the time. Top 5 with Nick is currently airing in its first season, and the season's theme is video games. We love video games here at the Explosion Network. Join Nick and two guests every fortnight as they break down topics like launch games, gaming peripherals, and first-person shooters. Explosion Network's Bulletin Board! Older on Explosion is back!
this month, join Dylan and guests for three episodes from May 11th in lead up to Solo. So close! If you're watching Westworld Season 2 at the moment, make sure you follow us over at twitch.tv slash Explosion Network for Bevanworld. Our weekly recap and discussion about Westworld. Find it all on our Twitch channel. It's once again, twitch.tv slash Explosion Network or over at our YouTube, youtube.com slash Explosion Network. Have a fantastic May.